Erin Gedalchias is mean la milibuica sequalia basafter firkin forsha, a darish shivrum hin is ramavan kele saivin, agus itsan ato ektash the lum. You can see how good my reflexes are there now. Quirinche ohas aramagoni chiakt gudi, comortas nashunta, travet oracht, agus akahore her nablimta equivna shirer, and quiz in a wilshe balin. Winter here in Lekelia, as Gok Quilly Ot in Tiersha. May I just say, first of all, as I just said, thank you for the warm welcome that you've given to Sabina and I and to those who are, are, are traveling with me. As I've also said, it's a very, very great pleasure to come to the plowing. I think that it's at the plowing, as it is called, that you will see all the diversity of Ireland and all of the changes that are taking place in Ireland. And people can be themselves at the ploughing. And now you've got such wonderful three days of good weather promised. It's going to break all records, I am sure. If, for example, last year when you were challenged by the weather, 240,000 people came, I'm sure this year will be an extraordinary turnout altogether. I have to say about the ploughing, I think that this year I have uh, had to change my opening because I was doing something earlier in relation to the, uh, the International Labour Organization in Dublin. Normally I begin with the horses and I want to tell the people up there in the 200 acres that I'll be coming shortly. <laughs> I think it's very interesting. I often think since I became president, when I made a trip to Australia a few years ago, uh, my grandfather's brother, Patrick Higgins, emigrated with, in 1862. He was a ploughman. And I'm glad to tell you he won the ploughing championships in Queensland in Australia more than once. And even, and even in fact, actually briefly gave a demonstration of the work of the steam plough. But the horses are everything, and that's very important. We wouldn't any of us be here, really, in such splendid circumstances if it hadn't been for the work of the National Ploughing Association, and very particularly its extraordinary managing director for over four decades, Anna Mae McHugh. And there she is there. I think her unswerving commitment her boundless enthusiasm and unfaltering professionalism year after year makes these three days such great, great successes. And I'm so glad and I join with her as well in paying tribute to those who make it possible. I very much pay tribute to the generosity of our hosts who are here on the platform who really made it possible for the ploughing to take place. And also very, very much to the neighbours who've made 600 acres of farmland available for the ploughing, the exhibitions and parking. Tabula bus til Jaka and Tarnica. And organising an event like this involves the cooperation of so many different authorities, the Garda Shikona, the County Council, and also the hundreds of volunteers from across the country who travelled here. And then those as well as judges, supervisors, stewards, 
and all the club and Asulia and the Snehagrashi, the clubs and organisations who come together to make the National Plough Championship such a joyful and inspiring festival. See, words are never enough. When you say something like the National Plowing Festival, people are actually much more better than that. They just simply say, are you going to the plowing this year? And that's the way it is. And the plowing, in fact, as I said, <coughs> celebrates some of the closest connections that Irish people have to the so soil. And I very, very much think as well that it's just a very, very important there's a point that NMA has made. You'll see some very modern equipment on display. But what's most important is the way that coming to the ploughing enables people to meet each other, to make new friendships, to renew old friendships. And also something as well that I want to think will be important. And I'm so glad that there is a stand to actually think and reflect on the challenges facing farmers in rural Ireland. And all of our wishes go out to those who want to see a future for the family farm. And I do wish those who are trying to solve things, I wish them every success. And one word of advice for someone of my experience is to simply say, if it can't be solved by what is an offer, it's a beginning and beginnings are important. But more importantly, I hope at the end of the ploughing, you will all know the importance, how in fact the contribution is divided between the agent of production, the farmer, the processor and the retailer, that everybody should know more. And when we know more, you can make good decisions. So that's another advantage of the ploughing this year. I think good farming it's a very interesting year from when I was down in County Clare in many cases. People who are here know what good farming is. I tell you, if you were in a parish when I was young, people would say he was a great farmer. But they'd also say, perhaps unkindly, he wasn't much of a farmer. Or he was a poor farmer. People know the difference. And I think it's very important for people not just to pay lip service to farming. We will have to support farming and rural Ireland and people who are from Anna says correctly, this is an opportunity for town and country to forget divides because no one is too far from the land. And we must all work together to be able to create and to be able to create a future for rural Ireland and for farming, which is at its heart and those who do the work, who are entitled to their fair share. Now I think as well, I'm just after coming from, I'll be at, in New York next week at the United Nations. And yes, yes, we all know, no one knows more than farmers what happens when the seasons are unpredictable. What happens when floods come or what happens when a long drought affects what you need to, to, feed, to feed your animals? And yes, I think it's very, very important. We will all be working together on responding to climate change and on sustainability into the future. And we can do it together. And we should do it together. And I think as well, the great challenges facing us, Anna May mentioned about the production of food. We have to feed there will be 10 billion people on this planet in 2050. 
They will need to be fed. But there is no reason for them to be fed in a way that challenges the existence of the planet itself. We are able to do to solve these contradictions and we will be able to do so if science and technology is used properly. And also as well if we are willing to change our practices. And I have to say, in many, many ways, I really want to pay tribute to that more than 30,000 farmers who are participating in GLOSS and in all the other schemes that are changing. And let me get the work message out very, very clearly. The evidence is there that Irish farming is responding to these challenges. And Irish ch farming, in cooperation with the others who are responding to climate change and sustainability, can do it together. But I always sometimes, you know, when I read people about the importance of the agricultural sector, and it is so important. It was the produce of the agricultural sector that has increased in the last seven years by 60% that enabled us to exit, to exit from the economic difficulties that came down on us after 2008. But beyond any use of the word sector, the word farm family is important. And the family farm means much more. It is something that has often been passed through generations. And I think, let's be clear about it all, I want us to go forward now with a very positive message. And let us say from all the conflicts and everything, we've learned a lot now and we know how to do things better. And we'll be able to discuss with each other how to do things even better in the future. If you see a great program succeeding, like, for example, the Borden scheme, that came into being and is successful because people met each other with respect and discussed it and saw how you could combine the benefits of tradition with the new demands and you could prepare for the future. And there are many, many other ways in which we're do doing that. But sometimes people as well must think, I think, maybe it's important to emphasize that it isn't only about what you're actually doing in terms of working on the farm itself. Beyond the farm and the villages and towns of rural Ireland, people in fact are keeping a way of life alive. And also there is such a thing as the contribution that is made to the public good. Some people produce something and it is consumed. But what you do in relation to the earth and the management and so forth of land, it is there as your legacy and your contribution. And people will remember in fact how you looked after it and how you were husbanded it. So therefore, I have every confidence and I'm very much looking forward to meeting the people in the stands that I meet every year. And they know I often say things that are very important. I say to them, for example, year after year, as Anna May knows, we have too many farm accidents on farms and we must do something about that. And there are many, many things that we can, we can produce. But the one thing that is, I think, very, very important is this. Sometimes when I've been speaking this weekend about biodiversity, about all we're losing in relation to national biodiversity, nobody knows that other than the people who put their hand on the earth every day, the people who are near the bushes and the hedgerows, the people who know when in fact actually species are disappearing, be it insects or bird life or mammals. And I want to ask the farming community, what you do is that you go to the head of the race, 
to keep sustainability and to respond to climate change because you are people who know it better than others. I also say very much, as I said, 50,000 farmers participating in the agri-environmental programmes, the programme we call CLOSS. I thank you for that. And also I know as well something that is very important. You're showing a great example. And I think really, if we, Ireland, became the second country in the world to declare, if you like, a climate emergency, it does so in the full knowledge that it probably has to make more sacrifices because of that proportion of its economy, which in fact is reliant on agriculture and carbon producing. But there is nothing we can't solve together. And I just want to say to you as well, do you know one of the things that would make the, any president of Ireland's heart lift? It is when you see rural Ireland responding to something like Storm Inya, and to see rural communities in a spirit of solidarity, checking on their neighbours' livestock, checking on how their neighbours' circumstances might be helped in different ways. That is the heart of Ireland. It isn't only the mind calculating the margins in relation to the sector. It is farming communities making Irish rural life possible. I do think as well, we will, there will be many, many challenges in relation to weather. But what we must do is we must seek to anticipate the challenges. We must learn from mistakes that have been made. And we must try and be ahead of ourselves in relation to the new challenges. I do think as well that there is every evidence that so much can be achieved together. And yes, as I finish, I'll say, there will be changes in relation to what is taking place. But we must prepare for what is called the just transition. People must need not lose if we have things planned properly. And we must, let's be very clear as well, People must be willing to pay for rural Ireland. They must make it possible for people in rural Ireland to have services that enable them to participate in society with an equal citizenship. And I do think something that is very, very important to me and for a long time, and as I've already said, and I'll say no more on this topic, is a person who may have only one purchaser. I've been concerned about the vulnerability of the rural producer and the person who in fact has actually, as I have said, the person who really needs protection. They need transparency, protection and a fair system. The word fair was there in the campaign for fair rent. So let us now have fair projects, fair treatment for everybody involved and let's move on from that. And, and the very best way to do that the very best way to do that, maybe such is what is an offer, may not be the perfect resolution, but may, let's make it the best beginning and go on and build on that. I know as well these are challenging times for us all because nobody more than the farming sector, north and south on this island, know the benefit of the Good Friday Agreement. And therefore I can tell you, I very much know that governments and oppositions and others are absolutely really concerned that the benefits that have flowed 
to the agricultural community, North and South must be protected. There will be many challenges. I believe myself that you will be well, well, well prepared for them all. What I think is great is any event to finish more or less where I began. Isn't it great, I want to say you will. You don't have to be told how to enjoy yourselves. But actually what is very, very good is this. Here we are on this day. Yes, people are talking about global challenges, European challenges, Brexit. But what we're here to do is to celebrate all those who broke the side of the ploughing and all those who have continued farming and all those who care for their neighbours and all those who know that whatever challenges are thrown up to the rural people of Ireland and all those not just the rural people of Ireland. As I said, no one is that far from it. But this is a great, great opportunity of urban and rural, rural coming together and celebrating the Irishness that we have in common. It's a great pleasure, it's such a great pleasure to me in just a few moments to cut the ribbon and declare open the 88th National Ploughing Championships. Burbank, Mili Puikas, come out.